Hello, and welcome to the Alchemist's Club. I'm Joe, your dungeon master for this exciting adventure. Uh, joining me, we have... Jed. Kay. Kay Hall. Oh, boy. Can I play Fall Rock, and this is, this is going to go really well. Oh, boy. I'm Matt, and I play Leolin. <sighs> honk, honk, Tarajax. <laughs> <laughs> what happened last time? We got oh, betrayed. Boy. We were supposed to just have a lovely lunch. Well, we did we have a lunch. lunch. It was, nice it was good we didn't, like We didn't arcana the soup. The dude's not a great cook, but he's a good cook. And we yeah. were supposed to learn some stuff, which I don't think we really no, did. We um, did, because... This guy is evil, and he thought he had us, so he had no reason to lie. Yeah. Like, I was thinking about that earlier. I was like, well, he probably could have just, like, blown tobacco smoke up our drowning asses. But that's not, I don't think that's what happened. It was hard to get a read on him because he he was was so serious. Yeah. He also could have been holding back on a lot of stuff, too. But we do know about the Swords of Illyria now. And... Uh, we definitely know that Angloria Feywind is a member of the Swords of Illyria. Mm-hmm. Like, gotta be. Uh, we know I, that the elves made the D6 that Angloria Feywind was carrying, mm-hmm. unsurprisingly. So I think she's like a solid lead at this point. And yeah, they're all of to... combat strength. I was the only one that could save you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we were to, all we were all laid low. Desmond heroically hey, saved on. us all. I, I was on. fighting too. Laid laid low. There is one person who remained conscious the entire time. I see. That's all true. I remember is Desmond personally oh, helping me. Yeah, I was conscious the whole time. I woke is, you up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, definitely woke you up in the first. I time. have no recollection yeah. of being asleep. Desmond helped me. I don't think. I think I woke up first. No, I definitely went for to try and wake up Desmond and Ched first because they're the healers. <laughs> I was like, it didn't work <laughs> out. <laughs> it didn't work out for Desmond, but it did for Ched. And Ched I got Leland. I didn't heal anybody. <laughs> yeah, I know, but that that was my thinking. No. Was yeah. if I die, <laughs> I need the people who heal to wake me up. Well, you're gonna give me some more experience so that I can get a level three spell called Revivify. That way, you can go and die. <laughs> Yeah. Or, uh, I think I have, when I try and slap you in the face with light magic, so you I know. think I have something yeah. like what is it? Reincarnate? <laughs> you guys want to? You guys want to get reincarnated? <laughs> yeah, reincarnate is mean, a bird. Than, oh my god! I could do Give it. Me something with wings. I mean, I could try it. I, I don't know if that's what Joe will roll, but <laughs> we. I mean, we could just keep trying until I have wings. Oh, so you want me to just kill you over and over? I don't know if it. I don't know if it works like Isekai that. Me. Sure does. doesn't. Sure does. You just gotta have the material components. It's fine. Yeah, but it's like ten thousand gold. Yeah, or well, silly, or maybe a thousand. Whereas you gotta you gotta suffer for beauty. Let's see. Uh, At any rate, then we uh, got, got the hell out of Dodge and are now going to wander the Dragonglass Desert. We, we are framed as we are falling. jumping. It's a yeah, thousand yeah. gold. And on the yeah. way down, I'm like, ah, should I blow a spell slot on this? We're like plummeting towards spiky rocks below. And I'm like, eh, should you I do definitely it? already cast it to ah, convince us we'll to be jump. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and then I then I cast Featherfall. And this 
this warm whispering wind sort of swirls up around us and uh, we land perfectly just like oh and you have super hearing apparently or i have schizophrenia i'm pretty sure it's super hearing but we will double check on that yeah Uh, so we land so gracefully just the most graceful the wind gently tussling everyone's hair and feathers and beard unless something happens while we're falling we could just be wrong unless we get shot out of the air by a dwarven rail gun I, you know what? Weirder things have happened. Yeah. The, the dwarven flat cannon platforms open up. <laughs> they don't want to go pick up your bodies at the bottom, so they incinerate them on the yeah. way down. <laughs> then the, ultimate inefficiency. Then it the is. dwarven napalm nozzles open up and just douse <laughs> the whole area. The entire mountain home lifts up and starts walking away. Yeah. <laughs> Steps on us. So yeah, we land. You land. Feels like we've been falling for a week. Uh-huh. Something like that. Which is a lot shorter than usual. Yeah, I have no way of knowing if that joke is actually going to end up like appropriately placed or not. This is our third session in a row, right, guys? Yeah. We holy shit, new record. We hit our new record, everybody. Womp womp, womp womp. Good job. <laughs> Three weeks in a row. I'm so yeah. proud of us. You land gently on a uh, an outcropping of the mountainside. How many feather falls can you do, Tara Jax? In one day, um, I can do four feather falls at level one, three feather falls at level two, and then I can sorcery points two more from my four points. Nifty. So you you gracefully land on like a rocky outcropping. Um, about 30 feet below the uh, the window over which you were, that the elevator reaches to, like the little patio type mm-hmm. thing. Observatory yeah. thing. You have probably about another 50 feet down or so to go before you reach what could be construed as like walkable terrain. We go again. Okay, I, Terajux probably doesn't even, like, you land, yes. and Terajux looks for half a second and then pulls you all off the side of the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> we're all holding hands. We were all holding hands. I, and I the, just, that's where like, our intro theme plays. Like, we had the outro when we did the first jump. Yeah. We land in silence, and then the intro theme. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I'm just going to drop us down again, if that's possible. Yeah, that's fine. Whoosh, wind, windy noises, and we arrive. Uh, yep, so you land on mountainous, rocky terrain. Uh, you had seen the desert from the patio, uh, because this is the observation tower closest to to the desert. And uh, Leyland, at a best guess, you'd say you, you've probably got about eight hours of travel through the mountains to reach the edge of the mountain range. Just oh. to get into the desert. Yes. Okay. And once we've landed, I'm digging out my disguise kit stuff. I don't have an actual kit, but I have disguises. Okay. And it I always would... amuses me at the fact that if you're disguised, but still traveling with the same people that... No, that's why I'm, like, I'm pushing fake mustaches and glasses at people, and, like, I'm, I'm trying to paint Desmond a different color, and <laughs> I, I've got, like, a plaid shirt... I would like to say that I'm very proud of you because I was I've been editing like 15 minutes of audio a day and this is something that came up 
like in episode seven, where Terajux is disguising himself and Leolin goes, I think it's really funny that you have a disguise, but none of us do. <laughs> okay. See, originally Character was, growth. Originally what it was is I was going to inspire everyone else to think in a like-minded disguise manner. No, originally what it was is that you were a wanted man in the city of Jux. (laughs) (laughs) But I realize now that I can't inspire them. They're hopeless. They're a lost cause. So I'm just going to have to do it for them. What do I do? What do I... Ched, I'm sorry, but you tax the limits of my ability to disguise things. I think it might be best if you just fly. Because, like, if you fly high enough, you just look like a bird. No offense. Maybe Is that... I don't think that's offensive. That's is it? racist. I can use minor illusion to like change my appearance, right? Think yeah. that's all I am is a bird. Well, okay. Here, what I'm gonna do is, uh, make him a different color. That yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, I cast minor illusion to make myself green. <laughs> yep. Uh, careful, you might look too much like an orc. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go for, like, a, an earthy tone, then. Like a, okay, right. Like an earthy gray, I guess. <laughs> um, so, prestidigitation can change the color of stuff. For, like, for a short hour. period of time, yeah. I think you're limited to how many things you can affect at a time. Yeah, I think, like, three. I think you can have three effects. Would that be, would that be enough to, like, change the color of Ched's feather crest or something and make him look like like a red-tailed hawk. <laughs> just like anything. Or should I just start with my paints? You can... <laughs> no, do not paint me. I, see, I'm trying to be accommodating. Uh, I, yeah, I might not... I don't I know. I give that, and I give and I give. <laughs> it, might, it might fuck with my ability to fly. Yeah. It, I, it certainly would. I would yeah. never want that. Okay, then don't paint me. I won't paint you, but I will color your head plumage kind of like a a rust color. Okay, so you spend 20 minutes to half an hour directly underneath the patio you just escaped from. (laughs) No, this This is all... It seems like we'd want to get as far from the mountain home. This is all very fast. This is me patting him on the head. It turns red because I'm magic AF. This is, I throw a mustache at uh, Leyland. I make Fall Rock wear plaid. Uh, Desmond, I'm helping him with, like, yeah, color yeah, that's choice. a good shade. I, yeah, yeah, we're color matching. This is all while we're moving. I make everyone wear a hat. I have many hats. You are the only living sapient beings outside of the mountain home. We're just travelers. There yeah. are no roads here. We're on like a cliff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're on the side of a mountain. Look, we're mountaineering. That's not illegal. It is Joe. actually. I think it Joe is. was warning it. God, Fall Rock, the mountain home sucks. I'm sorry, but it does. I'm just I'm we giving you a really flat stare. It's I mean, illegal to climb a, mountains. We did just have yeah. a really bad time. Yeah. Uh Leyland, you're magic. Can you make us what? perhaps pass without a trace? <laughs> I can make myself pass without a trace. Pass without if a I trace had, is a group spell. If I had if I had prepared that spell, I could have mm. cast it. Uh, that would be a great spell. But in the absence of that spell, I guess we can just go. We need to keep moving. So yeah. Go, go, yeah. go, 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 go. You begin walking through the rocky mountain terrain. 
can I get a survival check from Leyland? I presumably he's leading you. Yes. Yeah. I'm in the back using uh, gust to obscure our tracks. You're not leaving any tracks. You're walking through rocks. Yeah. That is an damn right. We're not leaving any tracks. Are we still like scaling the mountain? Like climbing down? You're actually you're kind of going at a slight downward angle. Like you're going you're at the bottom ish of one mountain and approaching another. Uh Leyland, with your twenty-four, you are able to pretty easily pick out a relatively easy and stable path that uh, seem like uh, kicking the scorpions and like throwing the snakes <laughs> out of the way from like a <laughs> he's got a stick and he's just like <laughs> golfing with it <laughs> um, and you manage to find an area that kind of goes behind some tall boulders that obscure you from uh, the view of the observation deck could how how well could someone actually see us even from from there I mean you wouldn't be you'd be like small and like indistinct but you're also the only humanoid figures walking around on top if of only the, the dwarves had some sort of so, device that, allow, that would allow them to zoom in on small objects so, <laughs> so we definitely don't want Ched flying until we get away from the mountain right well, like a Ched flies really high up, is what I'm thinking. Like, yeah, they're they're like birds of prey, way up high. Yeah, and you occasionally see like goats standing on the sides of the mountains, but like there aren't any other people up here. So, what we might want to do, since the people up on the observation deck saw us jump down, um, they know what direction we started heading in. We might want to. You want to like, double back around. I'm thinking now that we're out of sight, we should go like 90 degrees north or something. Because the dragon glass desert is to the east, correct? Yes. So yeah, I think we should head like northeast. Well, are we are we still planning to uh, where were we going to go on our way through the dragon glass desert after? We had to speak to the dragonborn, right? Yes. I'm trying to remember why. Oh, the, what was it that we were seeking? Would the map in the tourist section we picked up show like the like the closest adjoining towns or whatever? There aren't any. The dragonborn claves in the desert are migratory. They follow the wandering oases. Right. Occasionally one will take take them like within a half day's travel of the surface gate to the mountain home and they'll set up like a little market and trade with trade with merchants in the mountain home for a day but there aren't any as far as anyone knows fixed settlements in the desert so nobody would expect us to go that way because we'd have no way of knowing whether or not we would be lucky enough to run into somebody (laughs) that being said they tracked us to the mountain home I think that there's something with the the blood blood yeah maybe we just stumbled into them at the mountain home yeah it sounds like this guy was already there yeah it's like so if you are if you're a hatchling cult you would obviously have people in place wherever there is knowledge about the hatchling Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that being said, there's probably the ones in place wherever the people are. Kerjax heard that tidbit about they got away, but we don't know. Did we? Did we hear who said that? Because 
It might not have been even about us. I'm not revealing anything about that yet. I okay. there was probably a moment on the cliff. Where I was like, everyone, shut up! I heard. Eh, eh, uh, all right, let's go. That's right. Um, because I mean, everyone already thinks that I'm insane, so, so I don't. Need, we, I don't need we more don't of that. Know if like if Steinar was uh, affiliated with the the. Cult. I I put money on it. <laughs> Mm, the other option is that he thought we were cultists, and he was like, "Ah, more fucking cultists coming out of the woodwork to do ex- human experimentation." Like, I throw him in the jail. Or... If that's the case, then we just jumped into the dragon glass desert for, literally, or jumped literally. out of the mountain home for no reason. Well, we have no way of knowing exactly, <laughs> and even if we're wrong. The odds of us being able to convince them that we are not cultists before getting burned at the stake or whatever happens to you in Dwarfland. Also, there was a uh, vision from our good friend Desmond of me in chains, and that situation seemed to result in chains. So, no. I imagine in the mountain home they just bury you alive, right? Yeah, I please never say that again. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> So my vote is we head northeast to throw them a little bit off our tracks. And then um, sure. we should use the map that we have to avoid observation decks because we know where they are. That's true. Yeah. In relation to the one we just came uh, off. So we can we, see all the surface exits. We're very fortunate enough that we have somebody who can actually like traverse terrain in a right. intelligent way. <laughs> and like we have a druid that can, can make food theoretically. So we'll have, to play the, we'll have to play to that strength for a little bit, I think, until we can yeah. find somewhere else to go. Yeah, I, I, I would prioritize stealth over speed. I also didn't know if at this point we want to just head towards Siddle and Ingloria, since she's down there, right? Or well, isn't she near? We're going to have to be across the desert anyway. Where, where well, is yeah. she right now, according to my uh, elf vision? <laughs> she is more or less due south of you. Uh, so that would be the elven glade. Yeah, that would be in okay. the forests of Sibyl. But she, she hasn't like teleported around as far as I've no. Heard, right? You've had you've had this tracker for like a two weeks. weeks or so, yeah. and she has been pretty pretty much consistently in the same place. Interesting. Hmm. Um, okay, so northeast, and then take it slow, take it stealthy. I think we should go northeast and then double back and go south, maybe. I agree. Oh, a double, double fake out. Yeah. And like if we that. run into a dragonborn, you know, village or something, then. Oh, you're saying glass. Well. Glass. No. I don't think we can, though. Isn't the dragon glass between the mountain yeah. home and everything else? Yeah, the mountain home, yeah, like, dragon glass the desert. desert completely cuts the mountain home off from the rest of the continent. Ah, okay. Yeah. Well, we'll have if to you're go going overland, you have no choice but to go through the desert. Right. Which is fine. At least we don't have to do the underway again. All right. Yeah, do it. Get <laughs> I uh yeah, I I can't really do anything else to help us avoid detection, so away we go. Okay. Uh doubling back to the northeast, uh survival check please, Master Ranger. That is a twenty one. Okay. Plus uh, five comes in handy. Yeah. Yes. Uh so you take about an hour uh to kind of wend your way to the northeast finding paths and little passageways in the rock. You end up like circling kind of a very small mountain. Like it's an itty bitty one in between a bunch of large ones. And you kind of go around that. 
Okay. Give me another uh, survival check for your doubling back back to the south. Uh, thirteen. It takes you a little bit longer to to find your way through the mountains this time. You know, you you've maneuvered yourself into an area where the passageways in the direction you want to go, so you end up going kind of more easterly than than south for a fair chunk of that. And after a couple of hours, you end up more or less where you want it to be. You're kind of like even with where you were or where the observation deck is, but several mountains over to the east. Okay. okay. What time is it? Uh, it is late afternoon. Okay. We want to get a little bit further Wait. before... My, yeah, I mean, but we can't wait too long either because we're going to need to make camp. We're not going to be able to have fire. Yeah. So do we want to maybe stick to the edge of the mountains to make camp for the night? Yeah. Uh, what do we know? Like, I guess uh, I ask Leyland and Shed and whoever, like, are, are there nasty, bitey things out in the desert that we have to worry about? Because I'm I'm trying to weigh the threat between being found by the dwarves and being found by things out in the desert. And right now, being found by the dwarves sounds a lot worse. I don't think they're going to chase us out into the desert. I don't even know if they would think that, you know, we would even go into the desert. Well, we have to go into the desert to get away from the mountain home. We could have also, they could have also thought we tried to go back into the underway, though. Yeah, I'm sure they checked both. Like, you, you, we have to consider that... Um, this guy, Steinar Silverforge, is the master blacksmith of the mountain home. He has immense political clout. Well, dwarves are logistical, deliberate, and like very meticulous. So they're they're not going to like leave any details out, but it's also going to take forever to do so. So we need to you know use that to our advantage, right? And we need to make the most illogical choice possible. Straight out into the desert yeah, east. Exactly. As lo- <laughs> illogical as possible. Uh, my vote is make camp out in the desert, not on the edge of the mountain homes. Yes. That is my vote. Dwarves and stone is a powerful combination, as we have seen. Well, sand's just little bitty rocks. They get an environmental oh, bonus. Well, we'll have to cross that bridge later. I... If we have to fight very, very small dwarves that are able to use sand mm. like regular rocks, that will be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, well then I guess we'll continue on until close to dusk into the desert. Okay. Give me another survival check. That would be a 15. Alright. You wend your way out of the mountains heading due east and you uh, eventually make your way to like sandy foothills and you can see about mm, 250 feet or so south of you is the surface gate to the mountain home oh you have serendipitously arranged yourself at a reasonably close uh, range to it there are Many guards there, probably a, like a dozen dwarven guards wearing the like royal armor that you saw in the mountain home. Great. There are several piles of boxes that are being meticulously searched. And oh. <laughs> there is contingent of brass dragonborn arguing mm. with some of the guards. 
you can't really make out what they're saying because you're very far away. Uh, but there's some kind of like standoff going on here. Well, um, uh, do the dragonborn appear to have like a sand sailor or caravan no. wagon or anything? Or they just there's like, they have like sleds. Oh, okay. Okay. So they just carry their own stuff. Cool. Yeah. Hmm. So I want, to, we... I want to get closer, but I don't want to get closer. Is there something Chad could? And there are like there are like scrubby bushes around as well. Like you have you have options for a stealth approach if you so choose. Is it okay. the same day? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I still don't. It's know like it's trace. it's sunset right now. Trace. So it's probably unlikely that. The, the, these guards have been alerted to anything oh, to do with us. Unlikely. I think it's 100%. Unlikely. 100% very true likely. <laughs> like, because the whole time we were running around in rocks, they were sending runners down through the city on paved roads. And point of fact, the dwarves use mirrors and light to see. Oh, yeah, they have speed of light messaging. Of course they know. Okay. Well, who should we? We could send Chad as in some form to get close. That being said, how many times has the Chad as a dog plan backfired? As many times as we've tried it. Leyland's the only one equipped really to get close because he's he's a stout and can get in there without being seen pretty well. I mean, is this so? This is like a public entrance to the. Mountain home, like right? The main public entrance. in air quotes. How many times has uh, the old rug merchant on Silvermane succeeded? I think a lot. I think Taro Marl has had a lot of success. And I think this could be the time. <laughs> the only people, and if you like, stop to think about it for 30 seconds, the only people who would use the surface entrance to the mountain home would be dwarves that are guarding the surface entrance to the mountain home or and dragon merchants okay, who have traveled yeah. through the dragon glass desert to get there. There aren't any roads that go here. So this right, is like a, I, I was this wondering. Is a kind of an isolated entrance. Yeah. Okay. 98% of traffic to the mountain home uses the underway. So let's not approach. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking. I think Leyland. No, no, no. I think this. I think we need to know where the dragonborn are going so we can yes. that to our. I can turn it to a very small them. animal. <laughs> Just uh, like a two-inch yeah. high horse. Le- Leyland, no, like don't like you like have? Aren't you equipped to be able to do stealth stuff? Right, like a weasel. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to, but <laughs> I mean, I, I can always do stealth stuff. But I think we need to send you in. Okay. Yeah, we need to eavesdrop on this. Oh, wait, do you speak Draconic? I do. Oh. And I can stealth. Okay. All right. The, the, two, the two people with dark vision, sneakiest yeah. members of the party. That worked out. All shadows are growing long. Um, I, I pass Falrock the recording bottle really quick, and I tell him how to use it, just in case. I, I assume everybody in the party knows. You would have been experimenting on that for the yeah. like two weeks that it took you to travel. Now remember, Falrock. The magic words. <laughs> the magic oh, words. I... <laughs> All right, now go quick. Daylight's burning. <laughs> All right. So we want to go together or spread out a bit. I'd say spread out. Probably spread out. Yeah. Okay. I'll stay here. Roll them stealth checks. Hey. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. 
What? I have. I can cast enhance ability on somebody and give them advantage on their dex. Their dex. Uh, Probably. Rolls. I mean, who's got the lower modifier? I guess. I, I, I've got great dexterity. I think Valrock will probably need it. And Leyland, you'll have advantage on this anyway. Yeah. Okay. Oh, cool. So I'll cast Cat's Grace enhance ability on on Valrock. Thank you. Uh, that first roll would have only been an 11. This next one was a total of 20. So I got a total of 20 as well. Okay. Uh, so you sneak up using like scrub and brushes along the way to kind of conceal your movements. Brooms, uh, mops. Yeah. General janitorial supplies. <laughs> just kind of scattered around out here. Yeah. Everybody other than Leyland, as soon as Leyland sort of puts his mind to sneaking, he just kind of fades into the like the background. Ooh. You have a hard time picking him out, even though you know he's there. Mm. Spooky. Okay. Have we seen like is this normal Leyland sneaking or no? This is this is a new thing that you have not observed before. Yeah, this is what you learn hunting orcs. I very much like. And after they've the two of them have moved forward, uh, those of you that have stayed behind, like you, you can't find him. He's completely invisible to you. Falrock, you're even having a hard time keeping track of where he is. Oh, uh, I passed Desmond back his healing potion. <laughs> Thanks. I need that. I'll, I'll add that to my list. Yeah, I know you do. How how is everybody? Um, I'm at fifteen out of twenty one. Oh, I'm 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 fine. I'm not great, but I'm fine. I'm not twelve, but <laughs> I still have two unused first level and three unused uh, second level spells. So I can um, don't use don't drop them on me just yet. Points. We're we're fine. We're fine. I we're I think fine. I would rather have those for the front line in case shit goes bad. Twelve is pretty low, but he's kind of far now. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say I'm a little late for that. But... Any anything else I can hear? Yeah, I guess all we can really do is sit and wait. Okay. Falrock and Leyland, you creep uh, up to about 50 feet away, and then I need stealth checks again. Okay. Oh, 22. 16. Spiffy. Uh, So you get, you're like hiding amongst the the boxes of supplies now, probably only about 15 feet away from the altercation that is ongoing. Leland, what languages do you speak? Uh, I speak orc and goblin, so I don't speak dragon. The romance languages. (laughs) Orc and goblin would definitely be Germanic. Yeah. Uh, So, Falrock, you... They're speaking Dwarvish, and you hear the the dragonborn, who is like, it's thickly accented Dwarvish, mm-hmm. is protesting the search of their, of their supplies and uh, demanding to know why they can't just trade them like they always have. And the exasperated guard is explaining that there is a, a mountain home-wide manhunt underway for a group of travelers who assaulted one of the adamantine forge masters and they're the points are not getting across in either direction oh, okay <laughs> so yeah this that's that's the gist of what's going on 
uh, as you're listening to this, Laylan, uh, somebody taps you on the shoulder. Say what? Say it again. Somebody <laughs> taps you on the shoulder. Hey, kids, you want to buy some drugs? That <laughs> <laughs> tree pity. And uh, when you turn around to face whoever has done so, you see and it takes you a couple seconds to place him because you only interacted with him for a very short period of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the head scrivener from the plated halls is standing. What? He's got, yeah, I don't want to call it a disguise because he's not really disguised. It's like, he's just wearing a cloak with a hood on it. Oh, he, he's just obscuring himself. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know how he found me when I'm rolling freaking 22s and (laughs) shit. Like Magic vision. And he holds a finger up to his lips and he says, in common, you see that hill out out that way? And you can clearly see that there's a hill with like Uh a solitary cactus on top of it about. (laughs) It's hard to judge the distance. Um, but it would it'd probably take you guys like half an hour to an hour to walk to it. <laughs> you fold that cactus over it, turn uh-huh. it into a toilet. <laughs> it's the best place to take a dump in the whole mountain home. <laughs> um, so he, he points That's to it and he says, walk out there with your compatriots and wait for the dragonborn. I have arranged travel with the leader. And he points to the dragonborn that's arguing with that's Savrana. She will take you back to her tribe, well, and then. this will prevent the dwarves from finding you, and hopefully give you a head start on your journey through the desert. Um, I'm in. That sounds great. Um, why, why are you helping us? It doesn't take a lot of brains to figure out that a party of adventurers wouldn't attack one of the most politically powerful dwarves in the mountain home for no reason, or try to rob him in broad daylight. And this isn't the first time I've had suspicions about him. Ooh. We got the dirty plane on our side. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. Thank you, friend. Librarian revolt. (laughs) Librarian (laughs) revolt. I think you know things you don't know anymore. He taps his nose with his finger and then just kind of steps back and fades out of view. Much in the same way that you did, but you didn't Better. know that you did that. So Yeah, so now I'm just like all dropped like Dwarf Santa Claus knew you were being nice and gave you a present. <laughs> <laughs> like I just got outmaneuvered by a dwarf. I'm kind of <laughs> it's like a mixture of impress, but also like You're a bit, right. yeah. What now? So I guess I kind of, uh, I don't know. How far away is Falrock from me? Because he didn't see any of this, did he? Falrock is like five feet away from you. And yeah, he's oh, okay. listening to the conversation that's going on and trying to decipher what the dragonborn is saying. Because again, very thick accent. Okay, well, I, I kind of tap Fall Rock and make a motion for us to just head back to rejoin our compatriots. Okay. Give me one more stealth check for the road. That's a natural 20. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, that's only a 15. 
Okay. Uh, Leolin taps you on the shoulder, says, let's head back, and then he disappears. <laughs> I try to do my best impression right. of what I just saw. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you absolutely succeed. Um, and after a second, you like the only thing that gives him away is that occasionally he leaves a footprint in the sand. So he's like straight up actually invisible. Uh, as far as you can tell. Interesting. And so then uh, Falrock, you follow behind him and you manage to, you know, it's not too terribly difficult, especially since it's getting pretty dark now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I guess I, I didn't make it perfectly clear, but the sun does travel east to west here. So it's setting behind the mountain home, which means that you guys are in like a pool of shadow that is spreading out over the oh, desert. Perfect. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you rejoin your companions. Oh, apparently we have some friends in the mountain home, and we found our ride out of here. So, all right. The, when did that happen? Remember, uh, I don't remember his name. Remember the head scrivener? Okay. Yeah. Well, he was just kind of there, and kinda. luckily on our side. So. Okay. Where I'm, is there? <laughs> I'm. I'm just. I lead away. I I'm just baffled. But all right, let's go. Like we're we're so far like out of cards that we really don't have <laughs> yeah. any other options. <laughs> I mean, this I, is either going to be great or it's a, another trap. So let's yeah, ch- but like, is it any more of a trap than if the person had just like stood up from behind the crates and been like, "Hey, here's two spies. Kill them." <laughs> like. Like the yeah yeah at this, it, at this it, point it's like it seems a like a convoluted a way yeah exactly it's right. a convoluted way to uh, also he works also, in a place wants, with infinite space which I I can respect oh. that and he wants us to meet up with the dragonborn merchants okay. out there so yeah, I, I think win win all right lead so away. yeah so we head towards the the cactus hill. Splendid. I need stealth checks from everybody. Oh dear. My armor doesn't have disadvantage on stealth checks. Lucky me. Yeah. It's an 18. <laughs> Is it with advantage or without advantage? Uh, you do just not regular. have advantage. Okay, just the regular. Well, I'm, I rolled two, so I'm just going to roll again. That's... Worse than what I had. So, eight. Leyland, can I get a survival check also? Dear. I'm really wet. <laughs> it squishes when I walk, okay? Uh, <laughs> 17. Okay. You managed to navigate the party in such a way that they only need to make a minimal effort uh, <laughs> being unseen. What? You compensate for the ineptitude. <laughs> you just see me walk, walk by, like just over and out, cropping. He's like, "No, don't do that. Get down." Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you make it to the hill, and you have a pretty good view of the of the gates from here. And you see, eventually, the dragonborn just kind of throw her hands up in frustration and. She waves her arm, and all the uh, other dragonborn with her pile all the boxes back up on their, like, sleds. And they pull them out into the desert, and 
You're they're walking. Dragon manager. <laughs> yeah. And they kind of veer slightly towards the hill until they until they reach it, and then they carry on past it so that you can climb down the back and not be seen. Nice. And they stop and look at you and wait. This is our ride. <laughs> okay. Are you the special delivery. <laughs> Get get in. <laughs> you sitting back. <laughs> I uh, I walk up. Yeah, we walk over. So excellent. She says in flawless common. Pick a sled. We'll take you to our oasis and discuss uh, sort of what's going to happen from here on the way. Certainly. Okay. Thank you. Many so appreciations, fellow in dragon. <laughs> Oh, I forgot you can do that. God damn it. It's oh my god. <laughs> and I looks at you. I give her a winning smile. And she uh, walks over to a box and cracks it open, rifles through it for a minute, and then drops a scroll at your feet, and it's Dragonborn for complete idiots. <laughs> Oof. Yep. There's your reading material for the... Oof. (laughs) Oof. I I apologize for him. You don't need to speak Dragonborn here. What about my apology? We're all perfectly fluent in a variety of languages. It's helpful when you're merchants. Mm. Well, that makes complete sense. I I don't get a chance to practice very often. The only thing they speak is the art of the deal. <laughs> oh dear God! Oh, uh, this is gonna be a great trip. I, I I'm gonna have to make so many apologies. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, <sighs> it's great. Fresh air, open skies, the road ahead. This is where we were meant to be. You know, the mountain home. Bit of a misstep. No. Wasteland. That's us. Empty, desolate nowhere. That's the place. <laughs> I would hardly say that the the desert is desolate, empty, and nowhere. Well, this sand. particular spot looks pretty empty. I understand there's very nice roaming oases. How does that work? Are they oh, you'll find eggs? out soon enough. Are they <laughs> giant crabs? Because Ched's really into giant crabs. Ooh, yeah. That would make his day. The, de- the desert makes Desmond homesick because it reminds him of the sea. It's just a different color. <laughs> yeah. I guess in a sense, yeah. Are you yeah. like colorblind? No. <laughs> That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Onward. Uh, mush. I don't say that out loud, though. I would hope not. Because that's, that's a surefire way to walk. <laughs> like, you had to pull the cart. Yeah. Like, these people are saving our asses. We're, we we don't need to piss them off before they're they bronze, even right? So that's, that's they're, they're brass dragonborn. Oh, brass! So acid. They're brass also water. they're also like seven to eight feet tall and very muscular. Yeah. Oh yeah. My kind of lady. Let me get my bear out. So they kind of divvy up into teams of two, and each team grabs a sled. There there are ten of them. So there are four sleds, and then uh, Severana and 
um, another dragonborn who's carrying like a thick ledger. Mm. He's got little spectacles on the end of his snout, uh, and he's he's writing uh, in the ledger and making notes of all the things that they were unable to sell, which is all of them, Mm. all of the goods (laughs) that they brought, uh, and they start heading uh, into the desert. My eye out for what little wildlife wildlife there is out in the desert, and I'm I'm setting my my locate animal to axe beak. Okay. You get the sense of there are actually there are actually X beak X beaks. I don't know what the I guess X beaks would be a fine plural for that. X X beak eye. X's beaks. X's beak. X's beak. There is a small pack of them not too far from here. Oh hey, look! Uh, Are they close enough to just like you know get a general impression of? Yeah, they're actually in the direction you're heading. Okay, cool. Well then, I will now set my locate animal to uh, uh, Crack. <laughs> um sandworm. Is that, no sandworms. Is that a real thing? Okay. Damn. No, I. It's too cliche. I couldn't it's, do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, camels then. No camels. This is a well, freshwater desert. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, you heard it. Yeah. Well still, still uh, set it to camel. You don't find any camels. Yeah, I know they're not nearby, but it's it's constantly going, right? Yes. Okay. Right. Uh, is there anything you would like to discuss with your dragonborn cabbies, chauffeurs? Yeah. What's what's going on? What's the, what's the haps? How are you connected to the head scrivener? Oh, the plated halls buy from us all the time. We have a pretty good market on the uh, styluses that they use to inscribe things in there. Have you also uh, the uh, the head scrivener is just a pretty nice guy. Yeah, I'd say I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that. Have you uh, smuggled for him before as well? This is easily the strangest request he's ever made of us. We don't normally have to break people out of the mountain home, but it sounded to me like you lot were in uh, trouble that you didn't deserve. Yeah, I felt like that to us too, so. It's kind of our life at the moment, to be honest. Yeah. You're lucky we were here today, otherwise you'd be wandering around the desert aimlessly. Indeed. That also we sounds very, like very us. thankful. <laughs> we were doing pretty good. Oh yeah, we were doing great. To get to the desert. <laughs> hey, we would have had food and water, right? Not enough for the whole desert. We would have had water. Can, well, I Desmond can, can produce what, like five gallons of water a day. <laughs> well, per spell, like I could so yeah, I could keep everybody hydrated. We could have like a pool party. Yeah, you weren't <laughs> hydrating. Food would be a little more challenging. Yeah, um, I can't I mean, really do food. Well, no, I can cast Goodberry. You, you eat oh, one good berry? Yeah, we're good. That, that's enough nourishment for a day. How many good berries do you have? I can create ten with one casting of the spell good berry. We could go anywhere. Don't we need berries to cast good berry? Nope. You need a Up sprig to- of mistletoe. Yeah, mm. those, it's a spell component. I've got mm-hmm. spell components. That's exciting. Okay, and well, de- depending that's on really who you about. ask, like the mistletoe is expended on making the good berry. But, like yeah. in raw, it, it's not. Yeah. He just has a lot of mistletoe. Sure. 
He has like some growing on of, on his back or something. That's that's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, I think we're still grateful for the. Uh, oh, for sure. It's it's a big oh, desert. Easy um, to get lost. So I would like to try to listen in for the like windy whispers again because we've we've been busy and I haven't been able to focus on. It. But now that there's some time, I would like to be like, was I going insane or? Make a concentration check. Like constitution? Concentration. Which is constitution based, okay. yes. Yeah. Uh there's a ten. You you think you hear something like on the very edges of your hearing, but there aren't any distinct words just like hush, 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 hush. Okay. And you're not sure if it's real or not. Hmm. <laughs> is that something where I'm like Every time I'm about to listen to, it, I get jostled by the cart, and if I was holding still, I might. Yeah, be able to essentially, hear. it's like the you're in a non-ideal conflux of circumstances to okay. focus on the wind. But it does seem to have something going on. As yeah. possibly, it's very faint. Interesting. I um I sidle up to Desmond and I go, "Say, hey, do you hear voices sometimes? Not that I hear voices, but like I've heard that." Like divine stuff. Like you hear voices, right? Sometimes like, I hear the waves of the ocean in my head. But the angels don't like like tell you stuff. Mm, not especially, no. Huh. I'm not sure I'd listen to them anyway. Oh well, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't listen to someone telling me what I what I should do if if I had voices, which I don't. Yeah, definitely not, right? Yeah. No. No. The, so the only I, voice you should listen to is your own. Yeah, of course. So, hey, the thing where I was, like, that vision you had with me in chains, like, yeah. we're, we're good now, right? Like, we, we beat that one. We beat that scenario. That's I think about happen. it a little bit. Do I feel pretty confident that that doesn't really seem like... Your gut instinct is that it wasn't a prophecy. Yeah. Or a premonition. It was just a view of the state of things. Okay. Yes and no, then. <laughs> you don't know how how far in the future it was so All right. well whatever i don't do metaphors man clearly we we all need to do a better job of keeping our guard up though. metaphors are dumb i agree more of an allegory guy ah similes yeah i could agree to disagree <laughs> Like two ships passing in the night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good word. Nautical similes. Like, See, I got you on board. Well, no, it was a nautical allegory. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> on board. The, well, I've the learned dragonborn pulling your cart audibly groan. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, how far is this oasis? Not too far now. Another another twenty minutes or so. Oh wow, really close. Well, yeah, I guess I uh, I kick back. It's one of those things where right now I want to play with the D6 that I have, but I know one of the effects is like instant necrotic death, and I don't want to do that. So I'm just gonna hit sit tight. Splendid. Anybody else want to discuss anything at the moment? I think should do probably you... wait a bit before getting into any of the nitty gritty questions. Just. As an aside, uh, do the Dragonborn happen to do trade or send posts to anyone else other than the Mountain Home? Um, do you ask them that, or is this? Yeah, I ask okay. them. Savrana so says, "I, I mean, there we are. We would not be the most reliable form of posts you mm. could find. We 
would only be able to pass your message along if we cross another tribe heading towards the edge of the desert. Yeah. Ah, okay. Understood. Okay. Balrock's, like, writing a letter. Do not trust Mountain Home. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm going to ask him about the wildlife. Ooh, ooh. I didn't think about that. What 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 do you ask them What are some common creatures you might see in the desert? Just to keep up. I got to catch them all, you know. Plenty of uh, snakes and scorpions. There's a species of frog, I believe, that lives near the uh, near the oases. Uh, we have our domesticated axe beaks, of course. Domesticated. All right. All right. Interesting. Cool. Well, usually, sort of the more predatory forms of life keep away from us as we protect the oasis very fiercely. Do you typically get a warmer reception at the mountain home than what we witnessed? Oh, yes. Normally, they're quite receptive to trade, as we are able to find things that are of use to the mountain home out here, including, as I mentioned, the styluses that the uh, scribes and scriveners use in the plated hall. Yeah, what are those made out of? Crystal. Crystal? Oh. Like quartz? No, like crystal. Where do you get it from? From the center of the dragon. Have you read a history book? <laughs> uh, I'll be honest. I uh, Up until very recently, I had a pretty singular focus in my life. Well, that's something you can discuss with our lore master when we return to the tribe. Cool. Would there be anyone you think that would be able to find us there? In the Please? desert? Oh, I doubt that very much. Some of the after effects of... The, the crystalline plague are uncertain, but I have heard from our shaman that divinatory magics tend to struggle quite a bit. Um, the closer oh, that's fantastic news. That's good. Okay, cool. And the you see you are you are coming up on like you cross a couple of dunes, and on the other side you see a. It looks like somebody placed a large, uh, mostly spherical rock in the middle of the desert. And when I say large, probably close to 50 or 60 feet in diameter. Sizable. Yes. And there are trees growing on top of it and vines hanging off the side. And there are kind of a cluster of tents and sleds and tents on sleds. Um, surrounding it, and there's a group of perhaps 75 to 100 dragonborn sort of encircling this large rock. Hmm. Uh, and as you get closer, you see that the, the rock is actually like gently pulsing slightly, and occasionally one of the, the dragonborn uh, will go up to it, and I've, they're, they're also like climbing all over it using the vine to like, get on and stuff. Uh, one of the dragonborn will go up to it, and they pull out kind of like a tree tapper almost Hmm. and they'll stick it in the side and like spigot and water will come out of this large rock looking object around the bottom of the rock you can see it looks it almost looks like it has roots that kind of come out of the bottom and disappear into the sand that's really cool Uh Um, yeah and Sevrana says this is a wandering oasis they as near as we can tell they're Sort of like the jellyfish that you'd find at the Eversea, except very large and they live in the desert. Huh. 
it's like they say, the desert is the ocean of the land. I don't think yep. anyone says that. You hear that all the time. I Desmond said it not 20 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a good place to call the episode. Uh, I've been Joe, your dungeon master. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. Or at thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. You can find our podcast on... Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, and Podbean. And our Twitter handle is at alchemist underscore club. Joining us for this adventure, we have Daniel, and I play Chad League. Kale, I play Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Fallenlock. I'm Mad, and I play the sneaky, stealthy Leolin. I'm Waffle, and I play Tarajux. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>